You're still what's in called the honeymoon phase. That's why. After like four years. Yeah, listen, I'm not saying it's a it's a short or long process. All these phases are different depending on the relationship. So that that's why you're in what's still called the honeymoon phase. Let me turn down her mic since she's not joining us today. So welcome to the Transmit Podcast. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. Oh, wait. Uh, I turned down. Okay, try that again. I'm Victor. There it is. I turned down the wrong microphone. I got to remember that for next time. Um, so it looks like Sam wasn't in the mood. And that's fine, you know? This isn't like a... This is, this, she didn't sign it like a swear an oath. Right? Not that I know of, no. Yeah, I, I tried to get her to and she, she kept saying no. So, so um, what did you want to talk about I, I, on today's I, podcast? Well, I let me tell you, I was hoping she could join because I had a I had a Mexican food um, thing that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, she really wanted to talk about Star Girl. I know that. Like she she kept no, like she probably didn't. She kept texting <laughs> me like, "Yo, we need to talk about Star Girl. That new CW show is like the hotness that I need to talk about." No? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, there you go. <coughs> okay, so how about... Okay, would you like to talk about some bullshit first, <laughs> and then we talk about some TV shows? Or do you want to talk about the TV shows and then go into some bullshit? Well, what TV shows did you want to talk about? Uh, well, a little bit of Stargirl. I could tell you like uh, my thoughts on it, and then that next-gen episode we watched. <coughs> that sounds good. Let's do that. Okay, the first... Okay, well, so let's start with... Is my uh, mic up enough? Feels like it's kind of low. A little more? Feels give like it's kind of. Well, remember, all right, there we go. Yeah, if I if I give you a little too much, I'll start picking up these fans and the and the air. So. All right. It's this delicate <clears throat> balance. But I think uh, this is good. Okay. <clears throat> give me a sec here. Next. Okay, so Stargirl. Um, Stargirl is. Um, I have no idea what this is. Okay, it's the new uh, DC streaming show about a character called Stargirl. <clears throat> is it an animation? No. It's a it's live, live action, action, live action. Um, the guy from um, from uh, Community plays the Star Man, and there's a pretty cool fight at the very beginning as um, as uh, the father figure. I forget his name. You've seen him before though. He was in Idiocracy, the 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 main character from that. Stargirl, is this a Disney Channel? No, it's a DC streaming movie. Movie? Well, no, it's a show. A teen develops budding romance with Stargirl Caraway. Free-spirited new student who, who makes a big splash on her first day of school. That sounds... Well, <coughs> she doesn't make a big splash. Initial release, March 13th, 2020. That may be it. But it's... It, it <laughs> wait. It, it, was, it was May. We're in May. So this wasn't... This was very much... Much newer than what you're saying. Hang on. Let me, let me look up. Uh, do you have DC streaming? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not Is sure. It, oh. Someone here has it. It's not that girl. That's not that one. No. That's, <laughs> God, okay, you have some chicken like a, a French a artist hat. Yeah, that there's there's more. There may be one more than one uh, property called Star Girl, as it turns out. Okay, so Star Girl is the story of the titular character Star Girl. She gets a staff, a cosmic staff that gives her power, and the only way she has power is if she's holding the staff, basically. Okay. Okay. So. What's interesting? It's too phallic. It should be more yo- yoni. Well, this is her power should come from like a like a like a, some sort of circle like a bucket. 
A bucket. Okay, okay that sounds shoe or so, something more a vaginal. Horse, a horseshoe. A horseshoe. Something an enveloping weapon, like a net or a, a chakram or a, yeah, something like a hula hoop. She throws over people. Something yeah, vaginal. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Well, but for the purposes of this uh, of this comic book character. She has a staff that gives her the power to fly. She can shoot beams with it and hit people with it. And in this story, she's um, a, she's a background in gymnastics. So she is a um, attractive high school blonde who has to go to a, like a Midwestern town with her new family. And apparently no one likes her there because you know how people in high school hate attractive athletic blondes, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's funny in TV. Um <clears throat> The main characters have to be attractive. Yes. But they play a, a social structure. They're part of a social tier yep. that isn't attractive. For some reason. So like uh, the social tier that she's probably playing is probably like mid to low social tier in high school who are yeah. typically not very attractive. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> it's just so but weird. But the, they have to cast... For TV, if yeah, like attractive. a super attractive. That's person. why all the nerds and dorks and stuff on TV shows are like still attractive. Still like people. an eight and a half, dude. Because like, <laughs> I know if we had like kids that looked like that going to our high school, they would not they be would, unpopular. Yeah, they'd be popular. They'd be so popular. It's like, oh, hello, attractive <laughs> gymnast blonde. It's like for some reason, all the popular people passed you over. No, well, you can hang out with us. No, totally, come here. Uh, okay, it's it's this then, right? Yes. It's got uh, Luke Wilson in it. Luke, yeah, that's the guy. He's kind of the show's punching bag, and it's kind of sad. Like, I guess that's that's the point. Like, they kind of hinted that already. Like, he's like the sidekick for Star Man before um, he dies in that initial battle, and uh, he has to ho- hold on to the staff for years on end until like his uh, his stepdaughter is, uh, I guess, of age. I guess or of, of high school age. <coughs> so they, they, him and. Uh, his uh, new wife and the kids, they moved to this Midwestern town where him and his wife grew up. And uh, surprise, surprise, the the old school Legion, of, like they're the Justice Society of America. And uh, they have the old school Legion of Doom, like beat them, but they saved the world. But they're still at this old, old Midwestern town for some reason. Hmm. And uh, like the high school girl, she shows up and immediately is shunted off to the unpopular kids table, which is filled with attractive people. Which is also very weird, and they hate her as well. Like, for um, some reason, this school is like a a a emotionally abusive like hellscape. Because <laughs> like they, immediately she walks into the lunchroom, and someone like walks in front of her. It looks with all the authority of a teacher, uh-huh. but then it's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and it's like, "I'm looking for a place." Why don't you sit over there? Like, uh, uh, and this is the most bizarre shit. Like, the people who write these things have never been to high school, apparently. Now, I just want to bring up to the listeners of the podcast that um, although Spike, if you've ever met Spike in real life, he looks like someone that may have been picked on in high school. Um, Ouch. This is analogous to when I went and saw um, B.B. King at the Del Mar Fair. B.B. King, you know, the blues singer. I saw that guy live before, you know, he died. I think he's still alive, but he's going to die. But I saw him before he's going to eventually die, which everyone thinks pretty soon but he gets uh um you know 
confused or mixed up for being someone who grew up in the ghetto. Yeah. We were like, oh, how's it going? How's it like? It must have been hard coming out of the ghetto and then coming to this. You know, because he's black, you know, typical mm. kind of, you know, stereotyping racism. Assumptions made. Assumptions, yeah. It's like, no, man, I grew up in the country. I grew up in the country, you know. I, I never, I don't know what inner city ghetto life is like. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think it's the same thing with you. People kind of assume that, oh, yeah, Spike was a picked on, you know, he was a nerdy kid, he was the lower tier. But actually, I went to high school with Spike, and um, no, he actually didn't really get picked on very much. Well, yeah, that's a, that, that <laughs> and was he a, didn't get uh, bullied or anything. Well, was just, thing, he like, had a pretty good high school experience. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like people like assume like that. That's just the generic thing they assume of most high school experiences. When like everyone's leaving everyone else alone, you just go to your social clique and then you're done. Like bullying is like some weird sort of like kind of more like rare experience. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's probably more prevalent now, but that's all online. Yeah, and really, all you gotta do is stop being on Twitter. Yeah, I know. So, like, yeah. Um, Luciano was, had this one bully that kind of messed with him a little bit. Yeah. But wasn't really that. Yeah, it just never. But it didn't yeah, last very long. So, you know, and actually, um, the kids that get picked on, they are kind of actually popular because, like, it's the jocks that are picking on them. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw, I recently saw, going off on a tangent here. Yeah. Encino Man, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that is like the typical formulaic like high school movie where, you know, there's a bully, a loser, and then there's like this kind of conflict. Yeah. And then the the loser finds something that makes him more popular and cool. Yeah. And it doesn't you don't learn any lessons about, you know, who you really are. It's just like, hey, I got this thing that made me popular. Yeah, it's the just thing that like doesn't really matter that you have, but now that I have it, it's suddenly now it's much more important. It's more important. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. And and there are bullies. And it's like, I get the feeling that this, I think this is technically a CW show. So there's going to be some sort of message. And it seems to be like, um, I think it's going to be toxic masculinity because the guy who shows up, like when they get into town and like the father figure is like uh, working on like setting up his new automotive shop. Like there's the guy who's insists he be called Crusher. Talk about how he needs to like put muscle on the skinny frame. And, like, the bully is a jock. Uh, surprisingly, there's, like, several jocks, and they're surprisingly racially diverse, but they're totally gonna, like, they're they're taking, like, some random chick's phone and looking through it. Like, he has the code to it. <laughs> and he's like, hey, slut. He just calls her slut right to her face. And then he's like, and she's, the star girl is like, uh, hey, stop doing that. And he's like, oh, I'll get you, I'll get you next. And, he, and then he picks up her phone. Like, uh, this is, like, obvious theft in front of everyone. She gives her, like, the... Gives, he gives her him the slightest push, and he, like, fly. He like, this isn't before he even, she, even, he even, she even has powers. She, like, falls back and hits this lunch lady with a plate full of food, and she's wow. immediately punished and sent to detention. That's so stereotypical. It's intensely. <laughs> like, at no, at no point does anyone ask, why did you do that? Like, well, he stole two people's phones, like... That's like thousands of dollars worth of phones he just grabbed out of people's hands. It's like at some point, writers just kind of forgot what high school is like. Yeah. And they just watch high school movies. Yeah. And then they just say, yeah, that's high school enough, right? Yeah, you remember rock and roll high school? Yeah, okay, let's just do uh, Or the breakfast club. We'll just do that. Well, I've always wanted to make uh, a movie from the perspective of not like the immense loser mm-hmm. or the jock, but some middle ground kind of character. Yeah. Who is watching this kid get bullied all the time. 
and then he's watching this jock and, and then like all this crazy shenanigans happens around the high school. Right. Like I want to remake Encino Man, but from the perspective of like an extra. Just some seeing, dude. He's like, yeah, he's just some dude. And then like, you know, all of a sudden like this Encino Man guy is jumping around everywhere. <laughs> or like um, there's this big fight involving like the nerd kid and like the jock. Yeah. Like constantly. And you're sitting there like, what's with this weird drama that's going on over there? Like, I and then one day, you know, the nerd kid becomes like really cool. And, and everyone's popular. like, I was like applauding. Yeah, he did the thing. And it's like, uh, what do we care? <laughs> we're it's like, it should, I mean, it should be a group of people because we're all, we'd just be sitting there like, like we normally like, what the fuck are we eating lunch? Like, what the fuck's wrong with this bullshit? <laughs> like, does anyone keep tracking what's going on? It's like, I've been getting a little bit of it. Like, this guy is a sociopath who's apparently not like put in check by any authority figure. <laughs> and this other guy who's picking on is apparently like the victim of like notable physical abuse. And we've all seen it, but for some reason we're not like talking about it. Is this a movie? <laughs> Are we in a movie? I think we're in a high school movie. And he's got like only one friend. And like, yeah, one friend. And oh, she's, she's attractive, but she doesn't know it. She, she no, no, his one friend is a dude, but oh. he's attracted to the... The jock's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. He's way out of his league. But um, when he, like, you know, puts the jock in his place, he gets the girl. Yep. That's, because listen, that's once, how it works. Get, once you establish dominance, it's, it's like an <laughs> ape thing, really. It's like Karate Kid. Remember? Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> he stole that dude's girlfriend. Yeah, it just took it. It's like, listen, by right of conquest, uh, <laughs> she's just mine. Listen, she doesn't have a say in it, honestly. You know, and then you'll add to the story. It's like, oh, well, the other guy was a jerk. Yeah, he was, I guess he deserved If he was such a dirk, jerk, why did it take y- him getting, like, you know, beat up for you to, like, leave him by yeah, another like, dude? Yeah, right? you, you should have just left him before yeah, that part like happened. You should have realized, yeah, that's... that's <clears throat> so it's like, oh, he's an abusive jerk, and he got his ass kicked. Well, that's the final straw. Yeah, I was like, oh, listen, <laughs> I would put up with your abuse, but now, now that you're not the strongest male in, like, you know, in this school, I have to move on. Okay, um... Let so that's Star Girl. That's Star Girl. It, it's uh, listen. I, I gotta watch the trailer. For it this. might be good. I don't know. There's only I've only seen one episode. I think we're up to three <laughs> now, maybe two. All right. Um, next we watched um, Star Trek Next Gen, one of the worst episodes on this Screen Rant list. It's entitled The Loss, and really I think it should be entitled How uh, Counselor Troy Got Her oh. One Kind of Useful Power Back. Well, I, thought, I think it's a pretty useful power. I, th- I would take I mean, I would take full advantage of that. I mean, you would, but the way she uses it is, like, they'll go to a new planet, and they'll contact, like, the, the governor, mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, it's like, we, uh, Picard will be like, well, we're coming down now as, as scheduled, and the, the governor will be sitting there like, well, why would you come down? You don't need to come down here. There's no reason to come down here. You don't need to. It's like a, like a cold sweat would break <laughs> out. He's saying, no, 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 don't come down here. Don't come down here. You see, like, a gun, like, enter the frame pointing at the governor's head. Like, yeah, no reason to come down here. Listen, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Just go back the way it came. It's cool. And then, like, Counselor Troy would lean over and say, I sense he's hiding something. And she leaned back. Like there, <laughs> there is no fucking reason she needs to be on the bridge because you saw her job, right? Yeah, she's the the ship's counselor. Apparently, yeah, I thought she was the one and only counselor of the ship, but apparently there's other like it's therapists, like several other people with therapists. To get, like it's the most useless degree or overgotten degree. It's like art history in the future. It's like, listen, you needed a degree, you got one, but honestly, you can't do anything with it. But you can go into Starfleet with a college degree and become an officer. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting that, like, within the within the episode itself, <clears throat> in the very beginning, they say, 
Yeah, there's like lots of other uh, counselors and yeah. Uh, the second she loses her powers and psychiatrists like, on the on the Enterprise. Yeah, you're the best, and not by that much. <clears throat> the only reason you're good is because you can sense emotion. And then, um, you know, when she lost her powers, <clears throat> inexplicably, they never explain. They never fully explain that, and yeah. they don't explain how it comes back either. Yes, yeah, it just kind of <clears throat> happens. The, the, well, what what the, the thing that that they they run into? How would you describe? What, what's your thoughts on what they run into? Well, what's, what I was in, what what I was gonna say was, so we know it's set up in the very beginning of the episode that there's other psychiatrists and therapists right on board the Enterprise. Then she loses her power, and she may be you know out of a job now. Yeah, she, <laughs> now because she immediately like a reverts <coughs> to the status of a child, and so mentally she has this conversation with Guinan who's like. Well, now that you're not the counselor anymore, people are just going to be coming to me all the time. Yeah. And then I was thinking like, wait, couldn't one of the other therapists that never appear in this episode? Yeah. Why they're just part of exposition. Yeah. Couldn't any of them like so appear? Yeah, and Guyton, kind of you're, you're, you're a bartender. Couldn't they get these 10 or so people together to but, like kind of figure out yeah, what to do with this problem? Maybe she is one of them. They never cover that. Like, but she is Whoopi Goldberg. And she she has to have her cameos. <clears throat> she she always appears in like uh like four or five episodes in these yeah. every season. Like they'll go in there and she'll or she'll be in the background somewhere. Yeah. Which yeah. is so. pretty cool. I like how um I was I was gonna say like there isn't very middle, very many middle tier characters in Star Trek: The Next Generation. There there's really the main isn't. cast, and then there's like a bunch of extras. Yeah. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg is the only one who's like, you know, she doesn't have to be there all the she's time. A, she's the only like B grade character. Yeah, that's weird. The middle is right? very small. Yeah, there may be extras that you can see regularly, but realistically, that's there's like A, Z, and one B character. <laughs> yeah. It's a bunch v- of A's. One B and then a bunch of Z characters. Yes, yeah, like, uh, listen, we, we'll get them from general casting. You may or may not die. Who knows? I well, think it would have been cool if they had more characters like that, though. It, w- it would be, yes. Um, so my question to you, I guess uh, later on they had Barkley, who's like a C character. But, oh, yeah, Barkley. But that's, that's like, again, one. Uh, well, okay, well, how would you describe the entity they run into? Oh, the... Um, so it's like a two-dimensional... I, I don't know. They're just like, it doesn't really get, get into it. Yeah, it like all you see is like a computer graphic of kind of like moving dots kind of. Yeah. It's like a, a wavy, wave. like it's like uh, when you think of uh, the movie <coughs> alien, there's that like beam of light going through like mist. And it's like that you just see like just, yeah, two dimensional beings heading towards like a, a hyper string in space. That's supposed to have the gravitational pull of a black hole. Mm-hmm. But realistically, like that would just slice the ship in half. It's so like if they just ran into like the the ship just runs into like a a thing they can't they can't get through and it has no no depth. Yeah. So well, it's co- oh yeah, it's in that it's in that because s- it's not just the beings, right? It's yeah. also uh, some sort of the string, the substance. two di- the one two dimensional string. Yeah, that's what that they're going towards, and it's all just space mumbo jumbo bullshit that <laughs> yeah. takes an incredible amount of time apparently for them to solve. <laughs> And that gets down to the wire, and they're it very really calm. Like, All right, we've got seven hours before um, this sucks us in. It so sucks us in. We're crushed. Let's figure this out. And then it gets down to like one hour. And they're still having like psychiatry appointments. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Counselor Troy is still like, she's like, listen, I get, she's bad mouthed the captain for some reason. She's like been sassy to the captain who's trying to help her. And, and I, I'm expecting him at some point to say, you will do your duty. 
Like he usually does that with like Data and other people when they start to like flip out, but they handle her with such kid gloves. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never. Well, I haven't seen uh, Captain Picard really flip out on anyone yet. So. He doesn't flip out, but he gets really stern, and so he'll he'll just say like, "No, you're not doing this. You're gonna do your duty. Shut up and just cowboy or girl up and get out there." But no, with her, it's like it's like. All this is it's like, listen, people lose their limbs and they and they live for direct life. That's bullshit. I don't care. I'm going to quit now. It's like, okay, whatever, I guess. They use that blind analogy a lot, too. They it's do. Like, what about people who've lost their vision? And they get lost stronger them. vision. And she's like, that has no scientific basis, you dumb fuck. And it's <laughs> she's like, very upset. She's incredibly upset. It's like, and then they make the an- another analogy, which I was thinking about the whole time, which what, uh, Riker made was... Um, well, you know, like you're experiencing what we, you may have had this sense, but we never had it. We were, we were all born without. Oh yeah. He does sense. make that point where it's like, oh, at some point he like gives her the tough love. He, he, he like says the most emotionally like aware thing. Like, oh, you, you have an up on all of us. Like now we're all on, 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 yeah. uh, on even ground. Cause you can't just read us like everyone else. Like it's like, yeah, if I knew how to read faces and no one else did. And then suddenly I lost that ability and I'm like really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because she's sitting there like, yeah, you're just images to me now with no depth. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. You know, we're people, right? 2D, right on. It's right. right on the yeah, nose. it's like really just. <laughs> I just touched my nose really hard. That doesn't really translate <clears throat> in podcast form. So there was 2D beings and then. Everyone around her, her was a 2D being. Was a, it might have been a 2D being. I can see why this was like one of the weaker episodes because, oh my <laughs> God, it is so fucking. All the science mumbo jumbo is just complete, like, it's all just like backdrop to like Counselor Troy's whiny little adventure. And then uh, I'm not sure how often Riker does this, but he gets really handsy. Like, oh, this yeah. is definitely before me, too, because he's like oh, yeah. always touching. It's They're a, just having a ca- casual conversation. Oh, yeah, at the end? Like, yeah, when she's like. Well, no, like oh. earlier too. Like he's oh, like yeah. touching her chest and everything. Oh and yeah, he's like, like getting really close to the breast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm just here to comfort you and put my hand on your hip and on your shoulder, kind of. But my palm's getting kind of close to the <clears throat> breast mound there. Yeah, Riker definitely her, uh, sexually harasses many women on oh, the yeah, Enterprise. Oh yeah, seriously. That's like like when they're talking about like uh, holodeck programs at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the Alps. It's a great program. It's like no, he he they they do climb the Alps. But also, like, there's a tent at the end of each climb where he just bangs some, like, native chicks. <laughs> but uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, at the end, you're going to bring up the end? Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, where he's, like, he's, like, you're listening, like, oh, no, yeah, it's totally good. And then he, he leans in for a kiss, and she's like, nope. And he's like, oh, did I misread that situation? He's like, yes, <laughs> yes, you fucking did. I'm not kissing you because you, you said I was some sort of, like, hoity-toity, like, aristocratic bitch basically yeah and he's like um well you know i'm just human i misread misread yeah i don't, moments. Ha- don't have your betazoid thing i <laughs> i can usually with women just read them like i have a i have a woman's sense like well really i just smell because i i can smell the vaginas moistening around me <laughs> well yeah th- i guess that whole thing was you just have to make take a hunch yeah and it was funny when they had one hour when they were down to one hour yeah she was talking to data and they're Data. It was just her and Data trying to figure. Yeah, trying it out. to figure this thing. There out. was no big like you know brainstorm or anything. No, just two people. That's all you need. <laughs> like Data is he's, he is technically yeah qualified I guess, but and he's like, listen, we need your your viewpoint. You're the only person who could apparently do this. And like she she says like what anyone would say like oh are they do you think they're behaving instinctually? 
It's like, no one thought of this? <laughs> and then it was like 25, down to 25 minutes. And then they're like, she yeah. explained it to him. So I think they're moving in instincts. We got to like, you know. Fake the, fake our, our, our gravitational pull. Let's make a to, fake gravitational pull over with here. The, with the, yes, and I love it because like Riker does that lean thing like earlier on in the episode, but he still does. I think he does like a couple of times where he like puts his foot up next to like Jordy's <laughs> like or on Jordy's console and then puts his groin next to his head. <laughs> I think it was data. But it was yeah. always data. Yeah, I was like, but so he does that to everyone <laughs> on that that station, even like, um, even um, the kid Wesley Crusher. So it's like it's really gross, no matter who it is. But and they they have this scene where they're like trying to like, they have close ups of the of the deflector dish mm-hmm. doing nothing. Oh yeah, just making so a sound. so many of these are like it's just making it's just making an annoying noise. So many times they have the budget to say, okay, put some light in there to show it doing something. Like nope, just a close up of that going. Run, 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 run. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's so exciting. So like, so they um, then another thing is they're like, okay, we got to make another string to lure the two dimensional beings to this other string. Yeah, the fake string. Like, why would they leave that? But they figure out the exact vibration, and they're like, well, how do we make this? And they're like, oh, we use the deflector dish. And then, like, you can see, like, Picard's face, and he's just like, all right, let's I give it a shot. I just don't care. <laughs> let's he, just he, do this. He read the script and was like, eh, this is not going to be one of the stronger episodes. <laughs> he's uh, like, all right, make it, make it happen. Apparently, the universal translator can just do whatever. Like, oh, yeah. they're feeding in, like, motion data into this. Like, it can read, like, just sign language from nobody, apparently. Yeah, I guess it, yeah, that's, um, that's I, a stretch for that, the, that programming of that universal translator. Yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, they, they make a point of saying, like, she's disabled. <laughs> I know. Like, technically she is, but honestly, she can still, like, walk, talk, see, hear. She just doesn't have an, like Riker said, she doesn't have an advantage over everyone else. Yeah, it's uh, she's just level with everyone else. She's been taken down from supernatural to just normal. It's yeah, and uh, and really her supernatural is just like not even that useful, honestly. Well, like at the end, um, when she finally got it back, you know, they were able to um get out of the the slipstream or whatever. Yeah, the 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 two dimensions of terror. Let's call it the two <laughs> dimensions of terror. When they're able to get out of that. She finally got her powers back. Yep. And then she's like, oh, they were just going home. Mm. Now, I feel like that is uh, a little too descriptive. Is like she can read emotions, right? Yeah. She can't read like their thoughts. Is no, there a sp- specific emotion for going home? I guess. Homesick. Uh, they feel like, homesick. That's the thing. She, she can sense when someone's hiding something. Uh-huh. So I guess that she can sense like, oh, they want to be over there. It's home. <laughs> Let me see here. Uh, do, do, do close generic sci-fi head pain. Oh yeah, like um, she uh, she at the beginning she had like the generic sci-fi head pains, like something had like uh like like that Shatner style acting. I really yeah. like that. Where she's like, oh god, I'm co- I'm collapsing, and and she like. At towards the end or towards the middle, she's like just screaming at like the doctor too. Like, if you weren't treating scrapes and cuts, you might have been able to help me about this thing you have no idea about or anyone does. Like, <laughs> Jesus fuck. Like everyone's trying to give her tough love and gives her endless patience. And at some point, like really, someone should have said, "Okay, listen, you still have your life, and we need to like figure out this problem, or we're all gonna die." Yeah, I like how uh, when Star Trek is very cool. I've noticed the next generation, there's like very little to no lying 
that happens on that show. Nobody right? lies. Everyone's extremely honest oh, with yeah, each other. Oh, yeah, they're super nice, yeah. Like when, like, uh, they're very open and honest. Like when um, her patient came in, she's like, hey, so I don't have my powers anymore, so I'm probably going to be useless to you. Oh, yeah. The, so maybe you should just go home today. Yeah, it takes, <laughs> it, it takes her very little time because, like, she's figuring it out in, like, the meeting where they first discover this thing. And then she's like, they have this thing where they have close-ups on her, and she's, like, staring just hard at everyone. And she and like you see Riker sitting there like he's the one who's most emotive like what the fuck is like she's staring at me like I did something wrong and then she's like I can't sense anything it's like okay listen it's just a phenomenon we might not know no I can't sense you or you or it's like okay <laughs> just, okay just, okay I gotcha like you could have we could have worded that a little better you don't have to play the pronoun game that's funny oh it was it was pretty it was pretty good and there's always like this this running like thing which is still very like I said very confusing where she's like helping this um, crew member who lost a friend mm-hmm. uh, deal with uh, her loss without her problems while they're being sucked to their doom. I know. And yeah, she's the one who said like, yeah, I don't, she, that's her patient. She was like, yeah, I don't have uh, powers anymore. Yeah, again, yeah. Like, that's one thing, the thing she said. Like, I, I might not, I just feel you should know that, that I'm a useless <laughs> waste of space on this ship again. And then um, she was telling her how, yeah, her patient was like, yeah, I took your advice and I cried for two hours last night and I think I'm completely over it's it. It's like, I'm over it. It's like, it, it and then Deanna Troy's like, I don't think so. I think you're... But maybe you're, maybe I'm wrong. I think you're... I th- <laughs> She's like, I think it's it's more than... It takes more than just one night to get over this. And then her patient was like, well, I think you're wrong. You're wrong. I think you're a whore. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> but she storms out. She's like, like, listen, she doesn't storm any, out, yeah, any idiot could say like, yeah, you, you cried it out for one night. Oh, you're over your traumatic loss. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like, I guess you're right. Nope. Yep. Yeah, that sounds that sounds all good to me. <laughs> so, yeah, she finds out. Yeah. Like right, right before like she's about to quit. She's like packing up her like her her stupid looking office. And it's like, no, you helped me. That wasn't enough. I need to put in the work that needs to be. Yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Oh, yeah, that, that brainstorming meeting you were talking about, like with Data and Deanna Troy. Why did they have that in like the meeting room? Like, I don't know. I guess it's just like the meeting. I've, but yeah, so, like there are plenty of laboratories. They just for some reason decide to have it in the conference room. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, it was just a brainstorming. So they just have it in the conference room. I, I can't I, imagine where else that would be. Maybe engineering. I don't know. I guess I have no clue. Like they have so many times where they like do these sorts of like they'll also look into problems. Yeah, in engineering, like Data and Jordy will be sitting there looking at the screens there, and they can access all sensors from there. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the one screen like that they they used at the beginning of the episode, I, I guess they couldn't like afford to light or, or like staff the whole ship for this episode. Because it really felt like it had very little scope, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. There was like sick bay, the bridge, and the ready room, and then um, her office, a hallway, and... Uh, that's that's kind of how the Geordie episode felt. Right? It's like whenever they're bad, <laughs> it's like they... especially Some of them are like just like, listen, we're, this one is about like four rooms. <laughs> it's a show in the future about space travel and everything, but it's going to take place in like, yeah, like... Like 130 square feet. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's how you know it's going to be a bad episode. It's like, yeah, they're, they're not going around to very many different locations in this episode. Yeah, uh, what I like is, oh, yeah, what, during that brainstorming session we talked about, um, let's see, uh, they have limited intelligence and 
Let's see. They 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 may be operating on instant. Oh yeah. Um, she, like Deanne says, we have to get two dimensional with our thinking. I'm like, and Data, like, even though he's a robot, is sitting there like he he looks at her like, what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> we gotta get two dimensional. Like, huh? What I don't. I still don't know what she meant by I that. I have no idea what the fuck she meant because it turned out not to be the case. Because really, the 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 solution was to do a three dimensional solution. Just instinct. Yeah. Just instinct. <laughs> oh god. It's just a whole bunch of science bullshit. Yeah. Well, let's see. The engineering to get. Uh, oh yeah. For some reason, at the end, like when the, when they like they accomplish the thing and they like break free. She, he like calls down to Jordy in engineering. Hey, get us out of here! It's like no, no, that's that's the helmsman. <laughs> Jordy is in charge of the engine, and and the person in front of you is in charge of the helm. Well, I guess Jordy powers like powers the ship. Though. I, I He's the guess. one who like puts it at like warp six or warp ten or whatever. Maybe, I guess <laughs> that's the the generous way of looking at it. Yeah, but I, I and then the helmsman is the one who actually like drives it, like Jordy. Hits the gas. I don't yeah, know. I guess. Like, yeah, it's like if I steered and you reached over with your foot and hit the gas from the break. back of the car. <laughs> from the back of the car. Oh man, yeah. That's the, uh, so everything is good, and I can't imagine like writing this up in the captain's log. Where it's like, okay, so um, uh, two-dimensional beings. It's our first, uh, you know, run-in with these guys. Yeah, we got caught in them. Um, also, I have to um, reprimand my counselor for gross insubordination against me, the first officer, <laughs> and the medical crew. Uh, I have to do that. Ah, oh, God, what else? Some science mumbo-jumbo happened, and we escaped. Uh, watch out for two-dimensional beings. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of these Star Trek episodes are complete one-offs. Like, Yes, they are. We never ever... Next gen especially. <laughs> we never hear of these one-dimensional beings ever. Nope, ever again done. that I know of. <laughs> oh yeah, so so many of them are, and I guess that was the that was the theme of it. Um, like, Deep Space Nine had much more continuous storylines, which was really cool. It kind of built towards the next thing, but it still had a lot of one-off episodes. So, like, I hope that the science ship is recording all of these um, events that take place in space. Well, technically, so they can make a big textbook uh, about. All of the living organisms and stuff. And I mean, space. technically, yeah, every every pretty much every Starfleet vessel is a well-rounded like vessel with the science department, so they'll they'll be able to like say here's our data on it, but it was still like really weird how like they're what's the word I, how am I how, how to say this how it took a counselor to solve this issue <laughs> like of all the several departments because it was just Troy's story basically. Of all the departments, no one else could say, oh, yeah, if they're a light form, they're probably operating on instinct if they're as unintelligent as Data says they are. <laughs> like, no one else on the ship could say that, apparently. Which was very weird to me. Uh, I guess this is why it was one of the worst ones. Like, And this is the problem with some of these bad episodes. They're just kind of boring. Uh, they're yeah. they're kind of weird, and, and you can find stuff to poke fun at, but it is like an un unbearable amount of screen time. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I agree with you on that one. It's like like if I was watching that by myself, I'd probably I'm not sure if I'd get through it. I'd probably want to. You might do something else. You'd yeah. be on your phone. <laughs> yeah. like imagine oh, imagine in the '90s when when watching this, like, well, this is what we have for this block <laughs> of, for this 45 minutes of time. 
Well, you're probably watching it on Fox or yep. NBC or something. Whatever it is, and it's like, well, and then maybe you might want to flip. You flip a channel, maybe. Maybe but. like if if you're lucky, if if something else is on, like <laughs> you children will never know how but then, hard we had it. <laughs> but then again, it's you know if it's a new episode of Star Trek and everything, and you know, it's the early '90s, and there's you're hoping they pull it out by the end. Like, oh yeah. come on, third act, here we go. They're good. <laughs> like Worf gets to use the photon torpedoes because nothing's happening and it doesn't yeah. work. Because you you want to see what happens with that um, with that with the it's ship with if the it gets string. out. Is is Riker gonna score? I don't know. Oh my god. So yeah, this is one of the reasons. Like uh, there were some really good episodes, but this is like surprisingly late into this into the run. This is a surprisingly bad episode. Was this one late? I thought it was. Oh, it was no, like season was, seven. I think this was season four, wasn't it? Let's see, uh, let me see. Uh, let me let me. Or was it season seven? I think it was pretty late into there. Let me see. Uh... Was it called The Loss? Yeah. Star Trek Next Gen The Loss. Do, 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 of course, it doesn't just say. Oh, season four. Yeah, season four. Yeah. But still, that's like two seasons after like where it's supposed to have gotten better. Well, the the later one, um, the one that we saw that was late. Doc I think Wheel? season. No, there's another one. The one with uh, Crusher. Crusher. Doctor Crusher. Yeah. Where Wait. she goes to the Irish planet. Yeah, that's the, that's that's deep. That's like the that's last season. season. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's like that, that. It's like the film quality is better, but the 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 story quality is just through the floor. Yeah. So, do we want to talk about that one or? or I we? think we should talk about yeah Irish planet <laughs> one next because and, and really watch the first episode of Star. Watch the couple of episodes of Star Girl or something. Come on, man. Help, help, help a brother out here. Uh, before we we wrap up, I do want to talk about um my pretty much the worst Mexican food uh experience I've had in like years. Okay, so you've usually had good stellar Mexican oh, food. Listen, this is experiences. Southern, this is Southern California. The answer to that question is yes. Yeah, you probably you probably um I see you do a lot of uh, carne asada fries and oh, carne asada burritos. So good. I decided to mix things up, and uh, this was my mistake. I said I saw they had like a three taco plate. Okay. And I said, oh yeah, give me the the number. Where is this again? Uh, there's a some some sort of cotija knockoff um, up in um, near uh, Rancho Bernardo. Okay. And I was at work and I was like, okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix it up. I had a sandwich yesterday for lunch. I'm gonna do Mexican but a little different. And I said, give me the three taco plate. And this guy is either new or English and or English is not his first language. And there because some there's some barrier. And I say, like, oh, give me that plate. And I see the price. And I'm like, okay, I'll pay that. And then it, he, I say, give me the three taco plate. And the price comes up for, like, half. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> something's off here. Are you doing the number 19? Like, what? The, the number 19. The three taco? Uh, number 19 right there, three taco. Like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And something gets messed up because I don't get <laughs> three hard. I, I Technically, I do get three hard tacos. But what I get is... I'm going to describe to you the dish I got because I grab it and I walk out to the truck where there's air conditioning and I can stand because COVID-19. I open it up and I see a mound of lettuce. <laughs> Is that all you see right now? Right now. All, so what was the container? Was it like it was a styrofoam? Just one, of those, one of those clamshell styrofoam. baked styrofoam containers. Okay. I was like, okay, here we go. You open and it with, up without, and you... Without the, the divider. It's just a deep dish. Oh, okay. I open it up. Lettuce is what I see at first. And then I kind of look off to the side and there's like three tacos jammed in there under the side. So it's like a 
bowl of lettuce? Technically, yes, but that's not the end. (laughs) Under it was another flat, hard shell taco with a smearing of refried beans on it. And the tacos were ass. (laughs) Also, there was one more. Oh, no, there was one more taco laying off to the side. So I got four. A mound of lettuce and a hard shell taco and some, some refried beans. And they were all awful. You mean a tostada? I, like a flattened out? I guess, but it was just like, it's like they took the hard shell taco and didn't like fold it. It's just, they just threw yeah, it on. That's, the, a, that's a tostada. That's I what a tostada is. I didn't order a fucking tostada. This is why it confused me because it was under, it was under a layer, just a, a thin layer of refried beans under a shitload of lettuce under tacos. Stringy cheese? No string cheese, no. Oh. Well, uh, they put a lot of lettuce on their tostadas. That's something we know now. I guess. What were the tacos? Were the tacos like... Just carne asada just with, uh, with some lettuce in them too, which was a cruel was joke. Was it hard shell or was yeah, it Yeah, like hard tortilla? shell. And it was awful. The meat was dry. <clears throat> I have no idea what I did to this man. Like if I just, if I insulted him in some way or cut him off in traffic. <laughs> but this is like the second time something like this has happened to me. And the other time was in Virginia Beach. So you got, you got three hard shell carne asada tacos yep. with lettuce in them was it like greasy style no actually it was it was just hard and kind of dry that was the that was the other thing it's like if it was greasy it'd be awesome but it was just hard dry meat and like the the juiciest part was the lettuce that i'm not going to shovel just plain lettuce shreds <laughs> into, into my mouth <laughs> did you get hot sauce at least no <laughs> I didn't think like it looked like it didn't have enough flavor because it was just like oh th- the three tacos like when I order tacos usually it's like you know here's some here's some meat here's some some cheese some sour cream they they put shit in it and, like this was just they make a decent carne asada burrito but everything else apparently is just ass. Hmm. I, I like like this happened to me in Virginia Beach when I ordered like a double tall Jack and Coke and the guy was like he spoke English as a second language it's like double tall Jack and Coke like with double 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 tall double tall double and I got like this picture of jack and coke that just destroyed me <laughs> well <laughs> no one said that you had to drink at all yes i paid for it i'm drinking the motherfucker like you say your mexican food experience was bizarre and disappointing and like it was a full like 10 hour day so i had to like get get done and get out did you eat it did you eat all of it i ate all the tacos but i i, I took a bite out of the, the the flat tortilla on the bottom Okay, so everybody, Spike doesn't know what a tostada is. <laughs> I, I, I've never had the need for one. I, I'm a burrito man. You've never, like, you know, your mom's never made them or something? You never bought, like, the tostadas from the store? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a red-blooded American who eats burritos <laughs> and tacos. Why do I need all this other fancy shit for? This is, this is bougie Mexican you're food. eating tostadas or sopes or... Nope, nope. What's the other ones? Um... What's the sandwiches called? I don't fucking know. Let's go. That's called a sandwich. You go to a you go to a sandwich shop for sandwiches. Dang, I forgot what tortas. Tor- oh yeah, torta. You know, I, if I want a sandwich, I will go to Submar- Submarina or Jersey Mike's. I don't need that. Listen, uh, there are things that you know my people do well: burritos, tacos. Sometimes, apparently, um, but then if you want a sa- if you want a sandwich, go to the Europeans. Well. Tortas are pretty good. Yeah, okay, look, look, we don't like my people. Don't do desserts well. 
You want dessert? Again, Europeans. They know how to do it. <laughs> you, you don't like flan or... Uh... No. Come on. Let's, like, you need a little salt to bring... It, with my, with, it, it's just sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar. Like, I guess the churro's pretty good, but even now they're adding, like, cream into the middle of it now. So it's basically a, you're sucking off, like, a, like a cock. <laughs> you're going to end up with just white cream on your face. And it's like, this is America. This is Mexico saying, yeah, eat, take our load. I've never had a cream-filled... Uh, yeah. One of those uh, uh, churros. I never had a cream cream filled churro. Well, I, I have, and that's that's it's, it's weird and gross. That's weird. Oh, and also, those get bad really fast. Like churros. If, they, if you leave them out in the, under the heat heat lamp too long, they just turn into a stick. <laughs> like mm, cinnamon sugar coated, like yeah, branch. You gotta get them fresh. Yeah, yeah, really fresh. Like donuts, they have a, a much longer shelf life. Europeans. Well, I guess so. And Americans. Yeah, and Americans, Mexicans are descended from Europeans. You got, well. you got, you got to stay. Yeah, but the Mexicans come up from South America. <laughs> no, they don't. Totally do. Mex- Mexicans? Mexicans? Oh, okay, man, not South America, but south of the border. Mexicans Listen, are Spanish people, and they they are, but from Mexico, basically. Yeah, yeah, by, is what you're saying is I'm I'm correct. Is they they come up from Mexico. Mexico is North America. I, I count everything south of like Tijuana, South America, honestly. Now you just sound ignorant. <laughs> You're being purposely ignorant. Yes, I'm being a little... Okay, it's south of the border. Yeah. Central America is technically North America as well. The Panama Canal is the dividing point between South America and... Listen, I think we should move that North up America. a little bit. Let's, let's, let's push that up to the Rio Grande. <laughs> no, yeah, Mexico is totally... a. North well, I'm, not, I'm not saying like right now you're wrong, but I think we should make that incorrect in the future. Should we just just move? so that you could be right. Well, and realistically, so we can have a clearer in our minds <laughs> of what's going on. I think on. you just don't want to accept Mexico's North America. I really don't. <laughs> I think because you're racist. I'm not racist. I think. Listen, Mexico's you, totally North America. Listen, right got, now, right now, got, yes, totally. You got French-speaking people in Canada. Yep. Then a English. Right here in the middle in America and then Spanish South, the southern portion of North America. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm just saying, we, we just send it to Congress, have them pass a resolution, <coughs> and I think that'll take care of it. I think that's within Congress's powers uh, to yeah. change geography. Totally. Yeah, it's yeah. Totally no. their powers, yeah. We get Trump to do it. Yeah, Listen, totally. if you think you think well, you know Trump will do that. Trump, he can do it on Twitter. He'll <laughs> just tweet it, and then um, it'll only last as Believe long as his it. term. But then once his term's over, it'll go back to the way it was. Shit, we're gonna, so we need to get the next guy to do it as well. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, you're right, Congress. We'll go with Congress. Okay, I'm glad we're in agreement. We make Mexico, South America, and maybe some parts of like California too. Listen, I'm willing to move. I'm willing to to negotiate on this. Okay, <laughs> how about like the first like five miles of California mm-hmm. is also South America? Will that make you feel better? The first five miles of first five North America is South America. Well, of Cal- of California, Texas. That's a different story. Good luck getting them to do something. <laughs> no, I don't think they even want to be in North America. Yeah, probably not. Hmm. Shit. Okay, listen. Obviously, this is a complex geographic, <laughs> like socio-political issue we're 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 veering into. I I think obviously I'm the person to spearhead this. Well, 
I think you'd be the perfect person to spearhead it. That way it'll never get done. Oh, fuck, just <laughs> fuck the fuck out of you. You make one quasi-racist statement, and suddenly the whole podcast turns against me. Well, which is less now that, you know, was one of our hosts crapped out on me. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure those Central American countries are, like, Panama. Yeah, they, they are. It's also considered North America. Yeah, they are. I think, like, there's actually technically 13 countries in North America, which is crazy to think about. Jesus, we need to consolidate. I thought it was just, like, the three. Yeah. But there's, um, ter- if you count some of the territories. No, yeah. Cuba's actually technically North America. Technically? I guess, yeah, technically, yeah. That's all on that, that <laughs> continent. Or not the continent, the, that plate, I guess. Well, yeah, it's in the... um. The Gulf of Mexico right there. Yeah, okay. Okay, you know what? I think we're at 48 minutes. You know what I wish to do? Now that we've really, like, solved, you know, issues with um, North and South America. And Mexican food. And Mexican food. Which comes from North America. <laughs> See, this is the problem. Well, I guess tech mine did, technically, from, from every standpoint, even mine. Because it was made in, in Rancho Bernardo. All right. Uh, that being said... Um, Star Trek has some fucked episodes, right? Yeah. You know, I wouldn't do... If I was in the future, I wouldn't do Himalaya simulations. That, oh, yeah, that's what they were talking about at the beginning. They're like, oh, yeah, hey, we should go hike the Himalayas. Like, you have access to, like, every landscape in your database. Every planet that you've ever discovered. Yeah. And you're like, oh, let's keep doing Earth shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's very Earth-centric. Because oh, they do that in, in Deep Space Nine. They're like, the two people who are kind of like, um, O'Brien and... Um, and Bashir, they're doing like the Alamo and shit, <laughs> and, like and <laughs> old James Bond style stuff. I guess that's just for us to relate to. I but guess still, so. I feel like that's not very realistic. It is not. So that being said, uh, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>